Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, Chris, do you think that this is going to be good? What is it? Well, I'm back on my eating well and working out before coming to work thing, and that feels really good. Yeah. But... Food is so important with this. Absolutely. And I have a Remedy Organic Super Chai Fuel. It has 12 mm. grams of protein, almond milk, hemp seeds, MACA. I don't even know I what, that, know what is. that is. Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney's in here. <laughs> Cardamom, prebiotics. It is gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan. What do you think? Well, it's chai, so it can't be terrible. That's pretty good. I mean, it's not going to be delicious, but it should be good, right? Well, you try it first. Come on, for me. You shook, you shook it up, right? I did shake it. Okay. Let's... I shook it up, shook it up. At least there's no vegetables in here. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, oh. eh, it's not good. Aw, oh, damn it. That's what I have to... <laughs> That's all I have for food or drink. If you chug it and then chase it back with some water, it could be tolerable. God, I wish we had like a white Blah. claw in here or something. Okay, Blah. here I go. I'm going to try it. That's not bad. I mean, it's a little chalky. Can you? Yeah, it's definitely a little chalky. You spit in my mouth. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. Chris, I'm excited to hear what your updated info is about what happened on this day in 1962, because I thought no one survived. History tells us no one survived this thing. That's the current narrative. Hmm. All right. We will get to that coming up in just a little bit. But today is June 11th, if you care, if you're counting. And Chris, tell us what happened starting on this day, 2009, please. Well, H1N1 causes a global pandemic not seen since the Hong Kong flu of 1968. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> swan flu. You're right. We can update that. And after swan flu, this little thing called coronavirus. Yeah. On this day in 2002, American Idol premieres on Fox. Here's that first episode. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest. And I'm Brian Dunkelman. As yet, unknown talent will be launched into superstardom. Because you at home decide who will become the next American Idol. Remember Brian Dunkelman? Because I don't. <laughs> you remember the hair in those first couple episodes? Oh, he looked like he was 15, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah. I got in a huge fight with someone on the radio because I said, controversially, mm. what do you need to win American Idol more? A sadder story 
or a better singing voice. That's my problem with that show. It's not about the singing. It's like they just pull at family's heartstrings. And right. they're like, oh, I love this person because they lost a leg and their dad died. And it's just like, but they can't sing. It's a singing competition. If you have to tell me the sad story before their audition. That's the whole point uh, of it. American Idol. It's still on, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. It, they, it's round two. It's the new American Idol. Uh, they've been through more judges than... I'll keep that one to myself. That happened on his day in 1990, Chris. The uh, Supreme Court rules that laws banning the destroying of American flags are unconstitutional, meaning you can destroy flags. Flag Day is Sunday, mm. which is my birthday. Mm-hmm. That's because Betsy Ross, who sewed the first flag, is from Pennsylvania. I was born in Pennsylvania. Okay. So I have all these memories. This is an official holiday in Pennsylvania, Flag Day. Yeah. I have all these memories of my family when I'm young taking me to the bridge in Harrisburg. No, the fireworks. What? So many fireworks. Just tons and tons of fireworks. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my birthday. And they would tell me that the fireworks <laughs> were for me because we were poor and that was my present. No wonder I have an inflated oh, sense of self. That's pretty amazing, though. This is why, I, this is what's wrong with me. On this day in 1986, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller's Day Off hits the theaters. Here's uh, what we know from that. Bueller. 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 Ferris Bueller. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. And at the end of that movie, Twist and Shout from the Beatles was in it and had a renewed interest in the Beatles at that time. Three people will think that that was amazing, that that was something that you added at the beginning of the show. <laughs> and they're all radio nerds like us. You, me, and someone else. hmm Well, on this day in 1984, the Supreme Court declares that illegally obtained evidence may be admitted at trial if it could be proved that it would have been discovered legally. Watching mm. true crime has totally got me skeptical about the criminal system. Like, I never want to go to court about anything. Even if you're so right... You're so right. They can still find you wrong. Unless you have a $2 million cash fund to get a great lawyer. Yeah, but then you're like destitute after that. There's so many stories of true crime. That's true. Well, on this day in 1982, E.T., the extraterrestrial, is released in theaters. One of the more popular moments. E.T. Home phone. E.T. Phone home. E.T. phone home. He wants to call somebody. A rotary-ass oh. phone still attached to the wall with a really, really, really long cord so you could bring the phone all the way to your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore went to rehab at 13. That blows my mind. She that, that means she's had a drug addiction for years prior to that. Right. That's a Hollywood life. 13. Damn. I was still, like, picking my nose and eating it at 13. That's not fair. <laughs> what do you do at that rehab center when you're up the, going in the circles and you have a 13-year-old girl next to you that has done more drugs than you? I have no idea. <laughs> you probably watch oh. your language. <laughs> On this day in 1978, uh, it's clear they're entering the summer box office hit because uh, Grease was also released on this day. Ugh. Tell me about it. Stop. Flying. 
got a sour face there. No, no like Greece. You think I would, right? Love fifties music. Mm-hmm. Love that era. No, my senior play when I was in high school was yeah. Greece, and all my friends were in it. Oh, ruined it. That'd be gross. Ruined it. They were all practicing it at our sleepovers, and I just wanted to make out, and it was. You know what ruined Greece for me? What? The flying car at the end. Isn't that the point of Greece too? I have never seen that movie. The, I, I, I did not see Grease 2 because of the flying car at the end. You had an issue with the probability of whatever happened? It was Grease Lightning for crying out loud. <laughs> Still doesn't make physical sense. Well, neither does the fact that Olivia Newton-John was like from Australia and she visited this one place and then they decided to move there and then they go to the same school as Danny Zuko. Come on! That's the issue you have with that movie? No, I told you. My friends uh, wore the hell out of it that 20-something years later... No, just 20 years you later. You can't forgive that and have a new appreciation for it? I have forgiven other people for so many things like stealing girlfriends and oh. being really crappy to me and not like paying me back for stuff, but I will not forgive my high school friends doing the hand jive all night. All right. On this day, 1963, I guess we know who was one of those uh, guys who talked for 75 days before they passed this. But because uh, on this day, 1963, Alabama Governor George Wallace stood at the door of a school to literally block two black students from attending. Here's what George Wallace had to say. Oh, God. I stand here today as governor of this sovereign state and refuse to willingly submit to illegal usurpation of power by the central government. Yeah, that's his issue. The the government was asking him to, and he didn't like that. That was his his damn excuse. Sounds like a politician, except for Sharice Davids, who's calling in at 8.05. She's a good, good politician. Another thing on this day in 1963. Yes, GFK addresses Americans from the Oval Office proposing the Civil Rights Act. If an American, because his skin is dark, cannot eat lunch in a restaurant open to the public, if he cannot enjoy the full and free life which all of us want and this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free so on one hand on the same day on this day in Mm -hmm. 1963 you've got some jerk the governor of alabama standing in front of a school saying that two black students are not allowed to attend and then you've got the president of the united states (laughs) though i did not like jfk i do appreciate the fact that he did this addressing everyone from the oval office saying we need to treat people right. On the same day. Yeah. That that juxtaposition. Mm. We need to fix that juxtaposition because it still happens. On this day in 1962, the exclusive club, the only prisoners to ever escape from Alcatraz did so on this day. They were never seen from again. That's what I'm saying. Until recently no. when the California police received a letter from Mr. John England claiming to be himself said they all survived and he would be willing to turn himself in for one year if they would help him give medical treatment for his current cancer condition. But they did not allow that. They sent the letter to the FBI and they determined that it was inconclusive. So we still don't know. That could be anybody sending a letter. Mm, Yes, it could. uh, Are you kidding me? Remember that whole story about the the Russian czars and then they were all killed and then there were all these stories about the youngest one surviving and all these women claimed that they were her? Yeah. Unless there's DNA proof. I'm sorry, I need DNA proof. I watch true crime. I need DNA proof. Show me DNA proof. 
And then I'll let you believe that. But I don't right. think that they survived that horrible escape from Alcatraz. And they were prisoners, so. They just said to make it to, like, the California coast. It's one of the, like, most tumultuous areas of water. Here's uh, the warden's excuse on how they escaped. It appears to be the first successful escape in the history of the maximum security prison. And the flight is attributed by Warden Olin Blackwell to the deteriorating condition of the prison. You think, you put a prison on an island, it's the only thing on the <laughs> island. You put the island, obviously, because it's an island in the middle of, like, really tumultuous water, yeah. where it's, like, barely possible to get from point to point. That's why they put a bridge there, and that's why there's not, um, like, ferries. You'd think that no one could escape from it. And I don't think they did. Anyway, what about unofficial holidays today, Chris? It is yarn bombing day. Yarn bombing. So you're supposed to take yarn and literally bomb people's yards so they have a nice, colorful, festive yard. Oh, I hate that. Why? You, why do you hate colorful representations of life? I don't hate colorful representations of life. I just... I prefer, like, two colors that match. That's me. Oh. We had this conversation about Christmas tree lights, Dustin and I, mm-hmm. back in December, because he has one of those trees with all the color lights. No. I know. If Christmas tree lights should just be a nice white hue. That's what or I'm saying. Classy. Single color, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's corn on the cob day. It's one of the few vegetables I can actually eat, and I'm actually growing in my front yard. Don't make it sound like you're allergic to vegetables. You prefer not I, to eat I, them. No, it is a physically logical response that I cannot no, that does consume not count. them. No. It absolutely counts. It's in your head. Nope. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you called it a physiological... Okay, let me try eating a vegetable that I can't stand on air and let's see what happens. Because you're willing it. Mm. Vegetables mm. are good for you. Mm. I'm anyway. not disagreeing with that, but let's continue. Okay. It is Farm Workers Day. I used to be a farm worker for a week. Oh, God, is this a joke? No. The way that this radio thing works is you're supposed to give me something to work on, but I got nothing. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. The weather is amazing outside right now. Sunny and beautiful. Not humid. Correct. Only 36% humidity right now. Really? Because it feels like 32, but mm. who's counting? Right. And it should be bright and sunny and high 80s all weekend. Oh, awesome. What a perfect birthday weekend. Just for you. This yes. was created. Yes. Um, I mean, after this past weekend at 103, mm. uh, it really started to get people's brains going with what the hell they're supposed to do when wearing a mask out in the summer heat because COVID is still a thing. Yeah. I made a sarcastic joke a couple, like last week Mm -hmm. about it. And I got a bunch of texts from people that work in the medical field. They're like, COVID is still a thing. I was like, I was being facetious. Yeah, be careful with your facetiousness. I know. I guess I wasn't facetious enough. (laughs) Wow. That might be the name of the podcast today. (laughs) Facetious. How do you spell that? I have no idea. This writing face is, 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 (laughs) is enough. Anyway, so the point of where I'm trying to go is that, yeah, it's going to be super hot out. It's going to start getting very humid, and COVID is still a thing. So if you're wearing a mask, what do you do? What do we do? I, I can't even stand wearing masks when it's normal temperatures. Right. So there's an article 
out. And it, I mean, it goes on forever and ever and ever of all these tips. But really, I boiled it down to them repeating the same two tips, two tips as far as what to do when you wear a mask in the summer to not pass out. Number one is take it off when you're outside and you can socially distance. I see a lot of people wearing their masks when they're driving alone in their cars. That's a TikTok trend. What? Yeah, something like uh, the people that wear masks when they're in the car, you're the reason that, and then it's something embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, hey, if you want to wear your mask in your car, damn it, you wear your mask in your car. But nobody wants to. Some people are doing it. You don't have to. Better safe than sorry, Chris. Better safe than sorry. So, yeah, for the for wearing a mask in the extreme heat, the other the other option that this whole news article that goes on forever gives you is, is stay out of the heat. What? Stay inside. That doesn't solve the problem. I know. I mean, it does technically. But, yes, yeah, stay out of the heat and take your mask off so you can breathe when you can socially distance. Also, somewhere in like the subtext, it says cotton is a more breathable material. So make sure yours is cotton. But who's got like a vinyl one? That's so dumb. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. All right, Chris, what's going on with the news at 7 o'clock right now? Well, the Black Music Coalition penned an open letter to all music industries this week to tackle racism and tell them to replace urban music with black music. And yesterday, the Grammys confirmed that they will no longer be using the term urban, and the best urban contemporary album will be known as the best progressive R&B album. More words, but that makes sense. There was also a record label. Was it Republic? I think it was Republic Records. Republic, and I think Sony's joining, and a lot of them, which we won't have an urban category by this time next year. Cool. I'm down for it. Mm -hmm. What else is going on in the news? Uh, Police video and documents are released more than a year after the in-custody death of a black man in Texas. Video shows that the sheriff deputies repeatedly used a stun stun gun on him despite multiple pleas that he couldn't breathe. Following a chase after he failed to dim his headlights. And the Austin media reports are that he allegedly, the video captured by live PD crew... But the video was destroyed. Oh, no. Well, what is the what is it trending? It is trending that live PD is canceled. Yes, on, on Twitter, it's hashtag boycott A&E because live PD is being canceled. Mm-hmm. They say it's because of the recent police br- brutality and had allegedly nothing to do with this case. <laughs> May I quote the prolific Travis Kelsey when I say... <laughs> What else? And a tech startup company, Champ Tracks, is hoping to fill venues like Arrowhead Stadium with sounds of the hometown crowd. Hear me cheer. It's a free website portal that allows fans to enable a microphone while watching a live sports event. And they will stream that audio into the stadium so the players can actually hear the audience cheer or booyah. Whoa. So we might not be able to go to Arrowhead and see the game, but the players will still be able to hear us. You said something about yelling or talking about Mahomes. Mahomes is not the person that needs to be booed or yelled at on the field. It's everybody else who can't catch. That's true. Everybody else that can't catch. The guy throws the ball to himself. Tackles like five (laughs) other people. (laughs) It's true. 
What else is going on in the news? And a Skittle, Skittles freezer pops are now hitting store shelves just in time for summer. They come in packs of 10 or 70. Whoa. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs> when you're looking for them, remember that they are not frozen when you buy them. And they don't get frozen until you bring them home and put them in your freezer. Skittles freezer pops. Are they like oh, those really, really horrible ones that do come in packs of either two or 70? Mm-hmm. What are they like? I see things, the long tube yes. with the liquid in it. Is it yes. exactly like that? It's exactly like that. But it says Skittles on it? Yep. Probably Skittles more expensive. Flavors. Yeah, a, few, a few more bucks. All right. Would that be something that you would like? The Skittles freeze pops? Only if they had ones with all red ones. I wonder how Costco gets these. Because Costco gets huge supplies of things, yeah. right? You can either get these Skittles freeze pops in one or 70. Things so like 7,000. <laughs> Jordan Silver on the bus. I understand where the confusion is coming from. The fact that tomorrow is the last show that we're going to have before my birthday. So I'm making it my birthday show. Mm-hmm. And I've got a surprise for the Buzz family. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. And it goes on the whole entire show. So, okay, that makes sense why people may think that my birthday is Friday. Also, on Saturday, I'm DJing an event, and I'm calling it my birthday event, so that makes sense why people would think that my birthday would also be on Saturday. But something happened yesterday. What? Yesterday around noon, my phone started blowing up. Mm-hmm. Just like shaking and buzzing and everything was going off. And I was like, oh, my God, did Taylor Swift come out? Because that was how ridiculous my phone was. Really? Yes. <laughs> did she come out of the closet? Is she gay? Did she say that she's going to come here? That's the first thing you go yes, to. Yes, of course. <laughs> That's how intensely my phone was buzzing. And so when I looked and I realized that it wasn't that, I saw that people started wishing me happy birthday yesterday. Yesterday. That- but, but you made clear it wasn't. Right. But people were wishing me happy birthday. And um, after a couple people started doing that, I was like, well, where is this coming from? <laughs> is there a plane going across the sky that says it is Jordan Silver's birthday? Hmm. No, of course not. Somebody on Facebook, I'm looking at you. I know you can hear me. I won't call her out. <laughs> but she is like one of the, the one of our best friends on this show. She posted early, happy birthday to me, one post, one post on my Facebook that said, happy birthday, Jordan Silver, da 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 And it sent a whirlwind for hours and hours and hours and hours. People that I know, people that are coming to my birthday party <laughs> were texting me. My mom texted me. I was like, mom, we were in this together. You know when, you, you know when we did that thing that put me here on this earth. I also got a text from another friend. <laughs> they were like, uh, what was it? Happy birthday, bitch. And I was like, mm, thanks, but my birthday is not until Sunday. And they said, unhappy birthday, but you still a bitch. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Kit Kat was trending on Twitter this morning. And since it's Throwback Thursday, I just remembered... Kit Kat used to be wrapped in foil. And I didn't remember that until I Googled it, and it it's true. Crunch Bar used to be wrapped in foil. Somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, they got uh, Hershey's 
Hershey bars were wrapped in foil. Why did we get rid of the foil? It probably is really bad for the environment, I'm guessing. Or cheaper to make it Mm. the way that they do now. Now everything comes in like these little plastic packages. But yeah, did you find a year? 2001-ish is when they stopped using the foil and went to the single plastic wrap. Yep. It's not the same. You used to be able to unwrap it like you were in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that was, I've just pretended there'd be a golden ticket. Right, but there's not. Was. There's never a golden ticket. Kids, especially class of 2020, <laughs> there's never a golden ticket in adulthood. Unless you're really, 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 really good looking. Then that's your golden ticket. But a lot of bad things come with that as well. Mm-hmm. So Kit Kat was trending on Twitter because someone pit four candy bars against each other. And everyone was... Picking their favorite of okay. the four. The four were Kit Kat, obviously, Reese's, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Snickers and Twix. You don't like Snickers or Twix? No. What, what don't you like about them? Mm. The fact that they're delicious? Yeah, that's why I don't like them because they're delicious. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> no, I don't know. That was just never like the candy. That I that I picked up. So what, what's your go-to? What's candy? your favorite? No, no. First off, what's what's your favorite out of those four? Because mine's Reese's peanut butter cups. Hell yeah, that's a good one. But my favorite is Twix. What even is a Twix? You, it's the caramel with that crunchy crackerness underneath it. That's my favorite part. You eat the caramel, and then you eat the crunchy part. Oh, it's so good. That's, see, that's too much going on for me. Too much going on with the caramel and mm. stuff. What, what even is it? Was it Snickers? What, what's that stuff in the middle? It's, it's the creamy nougat with peanuts and caramel. Not what I usually get when I go to the gas station. So what's your favorite candy? York peppermint patties. That's your number oh, one? Yes. Are you 85? I get, yes, I get the sensation that I'm in a blizzard oh, <laughs> on top of the highest mountain. But I googled a picture of just like your average gas station i have my like three favorites and then i've never tried any of these like what the hell is a score bar no idea right heath bar heath heath hey is that the that coffee flavored heath i think i like a heath bar you might as well be talking to a wall at this point because i don't know what the hell a heath bar is baby ruth those are good with the peanuts when i think of baby ruth i just think of the goonies where sloth is like ruth ruth Baby Ruth. And I think Baby Ruth bars are used to be the nasty in the pool to pretend. Oh, yes. So you would know that, right, Chris? Oh, what was 100 grand? Did I say 100 grand already? You did not. 100 grands are amazing. What the hell are they? Grand deliciousness. With I think they're caramel, crunchiness, and chocolate. And then the, the paydays. Yeah, no idea what those are either. Three Musketeers? Yeah, I do know those. I that's, like that's those. That's just the nougat. Right. Then the Milky Way is the nougat with the caramel. You see, that's too much. I don't like the Milky Ways. You don't like the Milky Ways, but you like the... Twix. Twix. Because it has the hard crunch. I don't like too soft things. I need a crunch, a specific crunch, if I'm going to have a soft candy. Do you ever stop at a random, 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 random convenience store or gas station on like a road trip? And it's so random, but you're hungry, and that's what you do. It's gas station yeah. food, and you get a candy bar, and you open it up, and it's just like a funky color, but you still eat it. It's There's still dust from last year on it? It's still the Kit Kat in a foil. <laughs>
Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Your 7 a.m. news recap, Chris. The Grammys just announced that they are renaming the urban category of their award show to Progressive R&B Album. Seriously, what jerk changed it from Progressive R&B Album to Urban? Like, that seems messed up. Right. The description is right there. Progressive R&B Album. Anyway, also in your 7 o'clock news, we learned that Cops Yesterday was canceled. Today, it's Live PD canceled on A&E. Also, we might not be able to get the chance to go see the Chiefs play, but a tech company has created a portal on your computer so they can pump in the sound of you watching the game into the stadium. Oh, God. And Skittles Freezer (laughs) Pops are uh, a brand new thing that you can buy in a pack of 7 or 70, and they're basically like... The regular freeze pops. What do you got in the 8 o'clock, Chris, for news? Well, Patrick Mahomes and a few other players made a video in support of Black Lives Matter. They wanted to use their platform to help. Here's Patrick. I can't watch the entire George Floyd video. It hurts me too much to my soul. I know I have this platform. I know not everyone will agree with it, but I'm going to do my best to make the world a better place, and this is the right moment to do it. We need to be the role models to go out there and take that step. Who's going to disagree with that? I don't know one person. People shouldn't. Oh, that is Representative Sharice Davids. Keep going with the news and... Yes, uh, Kansas State University and the University of Missouri announced this week they will resume in-person classes for the fall 2020 semester, albeit with a slightly altered schedule. Okay, and? And Starbucks will close up to 400 locations over the next year while expanding curbside pickup, drive through and mobile pickups. While they're closing 400 stores, they plan to open 300 new stores. So, don't know why they're doing that. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Starbucks! <laughs> That's why. Major League Soccer is set to resume its season with a tournament starting July 8th in Florida. The league's 26 teams will be divided into six groups for the opening round of the tournament. And it'll be without fans at ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex at Walt Disney World. All right. Thank you so much for that, Chris. Jordan Silver on the bus. Nobody's laughing right now. Good morning, Representative Sharice Davids. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Well, I think there are some times when you can recognize how what an important time you're in and also recognize that humor sometimes can help you uh, get through those times. Yes. Um, have you ever got on TikTok during COVID or anything? Okay. It's probably going to be funny to most people. Mm-hmm. My partner was showing me uh, various dancing videos the other day, and I said, wait, is that person before or after? Is that their, is that their handle? Or And she said, yeah, it, this is the name of the person who just did the dancing video. And I was like, okay. And she said, this is TikTok. Have you haven't seen TikTok? And I was like, oh, I... And then I, of course, tried to play it off. I was like, of course I've seen TikTok See, I feel videos, like, I feel like you, you could always just throw down the card, sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to save the country right now. I'm sorry, I don't know TikTok. I feel like I would drop that. She's then trying to convince me to do a TikTok video, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe with the dog. Exactly. Pets, the, pets do really will well. dance around, I will dance around with Nala on TikTok. How is your dog, by the way? She's doing well. She has certainly adjusted to her suburban lifestyle, I would call it. She gets regular walks, and she has a bit of a backyard here to play around in. And uh, she just got a new toy, 
last night. It's a massive duck, uh, a stuffed duck, and it's got all the different things, a high-pitched squeaker, a low-pitched squeaker, and then wings that uh, crunkle, crumple or crinkle, or I don't know, right. I don't know. They, they make a crinkling type of noise. How long is them. that duck going to have the squeak in it? Because I feel like that sounds She's pretty. She's very gentle with her toys. Aww. And yeah. you, you got her from Casey Pit Project, to, right? I did. I did. And I'm drinking my coffee this morning out of a Casey Pet Project mug. And it says, I just want to save animals and drink coffee. Is that like your downtime after all the things that you have to face with work? <laughs> Having um, a new dog in the house is definitely... I've been wanting to get a dog for a couple of years, and I just felt like it would be an irresponsible pet parent thing to do because I'm not home as much as I... Well, now I am. Right. I think most of us are. Uh, I don't know where you all are doing your we're, recording from or we're, airing. We're live at the studio now, but we were basically off for two or three months and actually you were the last person that we talked to before we went I was going to ask that when was I there last it feels like six years ago but that can't be because I've only just taken office like 15 months ago (laughs) that's what I have been feeling as well we were on the show Friday March 20th that was the last time that you called in and we talked about COVID and everything and you know it feels like a million years for civilians as well I can't imagine with you and all the paperwork and everything that has just been like coming at you, uh, how long it feels. Feels like forever. Yeah. So I was curious about something. I have a few questions for you. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. Um, the Therese Davis asked me questions. Here's the one who does the interview. I wanted to know if you all had already done your uh, This Day in History. Do you do that every day? Yes. Every time? Yes. Did you already do that today? We do it at 625 every morning. I was up at 6.25, but I wasn't um, at the point where I was listening to things yet. I, just, I was just curious if, if there was a major takeaway I should know about. From today, from this day, from in, this history? day in history? Yeah. There's a lot of civil rights stuff. I mean, at one point, yeah. was it 1963? Mm-hmm. Christopher Wallace uh, stood in front of the door to, black, to block two black students from entering. In Alabama on this day. And then while that's going on, President uh, Kennedy is addressing the United States from the Oval Office, talking about how we need to pass the Civil Rights Act. Well, I'm glad I asked you then. Yeah, yeah, because it's stuff that's very relevant now, which I can't stand, but we're reading it. You know, you're helping fix the problems. What is, what's going on? (laughs) What's going on? I've been thinking about it as, you know, there are really two kind of collective traumas that our country is experiencing right now mm-hmm. you know one is obviously what we were already talking about earlier i mean everybody's life has changed with the pandemic impact that we've seen whether it's people's health and you know their health insecurity mm-hmm. or their economic stability these are all things that all of us have been thrown into a completely different situation and i think that that in and of itself, the anxiety that comes along with that is one big collective trauma that we're experiencing. And then I think the second one is the really the national heartbreak and outrage, I think, that people are feeling over the, the killings of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Maud Arbery and the countless other black Americans who have died because of uh, racial injustice in this country. And 
So I think that there's a, a pain and anger that we're seeing across the country that's just very real. And, you know, our, our country has a lot of history to reckon with and, and reform that we need to see. So I think, yeah, I definitely, I think that we're, we're having a, a collective trauma in our country right now. And we are talking to Representative Sharice Davids right now. Uh, as far as being with, with what you're doing, you're, you're, uh, you're working from home right now. How um, are you working with making any of these changes? Can you tell us any of that right now? Yeah. Well, one of the things, you know, just only talking about the collective uh, trauma and the heartbreak and fear and anxiety and, and that sort of thing, is, that's, that's really only part of part of it, I would say. And the other part is the inspiring way, I believe, the inspiring way that our, our community has come together mm-hmm. to stand up for each other, to demand justice, and also to demand action, both as it relates to the racial injustice and specifically around, you know, how can we have a police forces that feel uh, safer for our community and and that sort of thing. And uh, that's an area where, at least from the congressional perspective, we've uh, we've been working on. And, you know, there are a number of legislative solutions that have been proposed. And, uh, in fact, the Congressional Black Caucus in the House really took the lead on uh, putting together a package of uh, reform and uh, to policing in this country uh, to protect both the, the safety of uh, the people and the law enforcement officials. And some of those things are, we, I think we've heard a lot about some of these things, like banning chokeholds, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, removing some of the barriers that might exist to uh, prosecuting misconduct, but also getting to the place where, where departments aren't inadvertently hiring somebody who has come from another state and, you know, might have been terminated from their previous department for for bad behavior or something like that you know i think that there are different ways at the federal level we can we can try to help with uh with some of these measures that will keep people safer and uh, and address some of the uh, systemic uh racial discrimination issues that we've seen the uh, we, we've had a member of the black lives matter movement uh call in last week and they said that action is what we need to do just keep going as long as you're doing something as long as you're uh you know helping the movement as long as you're just not sitting there quietly uh that you are helping the movement and so i was wondering what you think are things that we can do uh as you know regular people to help this movement mm-hmm. well there's a couple of things first I, I always encourage people not to underestimate the power of your one voice mm-hmm. you know sometimes we can feel like oh i just have I'm just one person, uh, what can I really do? And there's a few different things that I think, either from a uh, individual level, which is like a lot of us have a lot of learning to do, uh, mm-hmm. myself included. You know, I spend a lot of time trying to read. I'm glad you do the uh, day, you know, what happened yeah, on the history. Yep. history. Yep. I think that's really helpful, like spending some time learning the history. And then also if there is something that you think needs to happen, you can, you should call uh, your elected officials. Call my office, call our state legislators, call our, your city council people. Like, these are all things that, you know, their job is to listen and learn from the folks that they're representing. And, you know, my job is to listen to the folks that I'm representing. 
And then the next thing I would say is that there are a lot of organizations in the Kansas City area that support and empower black community. Mm-hmm. And I think that a couple of them that I can think of off the top of my head are like Race Project KC. And, and this is, helps students and teachers give them tools to understand uh, the way our city, the Kansas City metro area, exists. There's the Kansas City Anti-Violence Project, Mm -hmm. which helps folks who have been the victim of things like domestic violence or hate crimes or sexual assault, and particularly in the LGBTQ community. And then there's Stand Up KC. Mm -hmm. Um, They're working to demand wages, uh, you know, better better wages. Um, And then one that, partly because I was saying folks should call their elected officials, uh, Shirley's Kitchen Cabinet. Um, is working to amplify the voices and power of black women. I've had the pleasure of talking to some of the folks who have who started Shirley's Kitchen Cabinet, and it, it's just, it's, they're doing really awesome work. That's amazing. I just made a list of all the places that you just said, and I'm going to put the links to them in the podcast notes, like we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I'm an elected mm-hmm. official, so I can't leave a conversation without saying vote. Okay. Okay. That is that is Therese David's out when she reaches the time where she's got to go work now and do other stuff. Vote. Vote. That's right. All right. Thank you so much, Representative Therese Davids. We really appreciate you always calling in. Thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for, like, just doing this every day. I can't imagine. Uh, this is a pretty hard job. Is it what you thought it would be, or, or is it... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that I really had a, uh, I didn't have a clear vision in my mind about what exactly it would look like. I mean, I can definitely tell you that a global pandemic absolutely was not something that I anticipated when I was at some point sitting there in a conversation with my mom and I told her I was, I'm probably going to run for Congress. Oh um, also, the government so, shutdown, too. Like, oh, my goodness. God. We, we could have a whole uh, thing about the uh, 30-year career that has been packed into right. uh, 15 months or however long. <laughs> That's it. Wow. I, I guess keep it- working, though, and trying to make sure that the uh, Kansas 3rd District is well-represented and that our concerns and uh, priorities are at the forefront in D.C. every time I get a chance to talk to my colleagues. That's awesome. that's amazing. And thank you so much for what you do. I mean, that you got a hard job. You got a hard job, and we appreciate you doing it every single day. And thank you for calling in. And uh, the magic word when Sharice Davids needs to leave a conversation: vote. Thank you, Sharice. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from six to nine on the bus. There was one other thing that Representative Sharice Davids forgot to mention just one other thing that she forgot to mention and uh her dog's instagram oh my god nala reports for duty on instagram cutest her dog has an instagram her dog has an instagram then she got the dog from kc pet project nala reports for duty check this out nala report look i didn't so cute look what is it uh australian shepherd border collie look that's a good-looking dog. That's a very good-looking dog, so please follow. <laughs> Sharice David's dog. Please follow Sharice David's dog. Uh, and I'll have the link to the uh, Instagram, her dog's Instagram, on the podcast notes, as well as really, 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 really important stuff, the organizations that Representative David mentioned. 
during our conversation just a little bit ago about the what's going on in the world and how we can help. Tomorrow's my birthday show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big one. I always do something. Uh, last year, I played whatever the hell I wanted music-wise, mm-hmm. and we actually had like the highest ratings <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. For the whole show for a very long time was, I remember Laszlo got the ratings in and he's like, what did you do on June 14th? Because that was my birthday. Mm-hmm. We had the show on my birthday. And I was like, played whatever I wanted. He's like, all right, cool. Because the ratings went up. Um, Can't argue that. I, it's a surprise for you, Buzz family. It's going to be a surprise. But I will tell you that it is definitely going to be a big thing. It's a huge thing. It's we're going to do something that you haven't heard in a long time, and it's going to last the whole time. I know. I last two weeks ago, I dumped all the buzz music and I played oldies, and uh, and music from uh, the artists of color that helped create what it. then would be the genre that we listen to today, and basically all music. So you can't guess what I've got going on tomorrow. It's going to be a surprise for you, Buzz fam. But I'm really excited. All right. Yes, tomorrow my birthday show, and we. Well, talk to you then. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.